Hello and good morning. Happy Friday, gamers. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And listen, folks, you're going to see an edgy type of boom today. I was throwing some F-bombs in the green room because I'm all fired up. Obviously, I won't do that live on the air because, you know what, this is a family program. And I was getting cheered on. I was getting pushed in the direction of you should be like this more often. Crispy bomb. But I can't because I like being a gentleman. I get fired up on topics like this. What am I talking about, folks? Well, we have breaking news this morning. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, There's someone new to the community. His name is the the Borm, the uh, T-H-E capital B-O-R-M on Twitter. Uh, you're going to start to see this uh, uh, the story float around. It has been confirmed by Michael Pachter. Now, whether you like the pack attack or you don't, that's up to you. I happen to really dig what he has to say. I don't always agree with his takes, and he is wrong sometimes. But this is confirmed information. Folks, guess what? Spider-Man 2018 was supposed to be multi-plat. That is according to the report. Apparently, Sony told Marvel that they wanted this as a console exclusive and blocked it from everywhere else by doing what? Well, good business. They paid for it. That's right. They paid Marvel to block this game from releasing anywhere except on a PlayStation. Now, again, that's good business, but that's not where I have a problem, folks, and we're going to get into it. We also have that the deal... For this closed, as the game was being produced in the backdrop by Insomniac Games, and this is one of the major reasons, folks, according to the report, that Sony SIE purchased and acquired Insomniac Games for Spider-Man 2018. We're going to get into it because now Boom is unhinged because I'm now focusing my my disappointment in the gaming media like a magnifying glass. How many stories, ladies and gentlemen, have we freaking heard in the last couple of months? Boom! Crying! Starfield exclusive. It's not right. Really? Because now we have this information, and it turns out Spider-Man was expected to be made by Insomniac, expected to release multiplat, and was blocked from Xbox. The same way that Microsoft bought Bethesda for nearly $8 billion. And Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft Gaming, decided that, well, you know what? We spent the money. We'll keep older games on the PlayStation. We'll keep updating those games as they've been doing in Fallout 76 and ESO. But all the new games are going to stay with our players because they are our customers that we care about. So this is for all the media that gave Microsoft specifically and Phil Spencer, a lot of S because he decided to keep something like Starfield for his gamers. We're going to get into it. Crispy Bomb, it just so happens you're back on Fridays. We have something scandalous to talk about. Good morning, kind sir. Ah, spice meter. Where's it at today? Well, it's pretty spicy, people. Organic. I, lo- I love it. This is... Uh, how Inorganic you put, is what Sony's looking to do. How do you put your foot in the mouth, especially <laughs> these journalists? Well, you just did. And obviously, we're going to get into it. And uh, yeah, we got a, 
a fiery show for you. So yeah, get your, get your hot sauce ready. Let's go. It's it's going to be spicy, folks. Just the way you would expect. Uh, uh, breakfast with Boom. Uh, it's got the extra hot sauce on there. We're still and and again, we still have a bunch of other topics. You know, we got to get into uh, the lies that have come out of SIE or PlayStation regarding the Ratchet and Clank HDD claims, which apparently Fuzzy Belvedere can be played on a potato, but not <laughs> necessarily the super fast. You know the 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 hard drive or the you know in the um, PS4 in the, in the PlayStation Five. How you feeling, brother? Good morning. Oh yeah, I'm I'm feeling great. Like just seeing people uh, finally realize the lie about the uh, super fast SSD for the PS5 is kind of funny, and you know the rumors of like a handheld still going on, and just the the breaking news on the Spider-Man deal, which. We kind of knew Microsoft had originally turned it down because they didn't have a studio to do it. But looking back at things now, it's like, mm, yeah, Sony just they continue to kind of step on these rakes as far as things that are now coming out to the light. <laughs> and and people finally get to see who they really are, or at least who we've been talking about, who they really are for for ages now. But, uh, man, this is a awesome time to be on here. Glad to be here with you guys. A lot of topics to get to. Can't wait to get into it. We're gonna get. We're definitely gonna get into it. Uh, and again, it's it's what what I think the 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 crux of the conversation, Dave, is going to be the industry double standard, right? Anything Xbox does, whether that is lock up a deal to have a game on their platform or launch on Game Pass, bad. They 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 acquire a studio, bad. They acquire a publisher to keep to compete, which everyone's been telling them to do bad sony does it it's rah rah good it's industry this is the standard it's sony their market leader it's expected i call bs good morning dave how you feeling <laughs> i am here boom i tell you this is this is one of those shows where it's like you know we started off this morning thought you know oh there's a few things to talk about and then we get in here this morning and pre-show and we're like oh Hell yes, this is going to be bringing the fire today. Nobody's going to want to miss this episode. So tweet it out, like, share, subscribe, everybody. Let's get in on this conversation. So let's get them super chats going because, man, this is going to be a good one today. Well, I mean, listen, again, uh, the super chats are greatly appreciated. Uh, Just come and hang out. You're not obligated to drop any super chats at all. Obviously, we are going to use those uh, for the big giveaways that we have coming up at towards the end of the year. We are big, we're going to be giving away, uh, Dave and company, uh, $3,500 worth of prizes in a matter of uh, four shows. Now, let that sink in, Boom. And you know what? That's a credit to you and Mrs. Boomstick for your dedication to this community, and we thank uh, that, you for that's that. That's very kind of you to say. I mean, listen, we, we, we feel that we love to give back. It's our way of giving back. We do that, and again, we we turn the the monies that are given to us in and you know through super chats and channel memberships, and we put it back into the channel in regards to you know graphics that we use for the shows, equipment, but more importantly, and I think this is for us, it's the most important thing, is giving back to the community. And 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 now you know we decided that instead of stretching it out through the year, uh, we focus on the fall 
uh, because that is when people start to shop for their their loved ones for you know for gifts for the holidays, whatever holiday you may you may celebrate, whether that's Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever. We want to make sure because money has been tight for a lot of folks uh, that you have an have an opportunity early before we get into the December month that if you do win a prize instead of using it for yourself you want to use it for someone else you have the opportunity to do that so we just we try to keep as forward thinking as possible and you know we do appreciate everything all all of the support that does come in but listen let's get into this crispy bomb um one of the things that i have an, an extreme distaste for is the gaming media. Now, that is not everyone. There are plenty of really polished writers and journalists that continue to walk the beat and talk the talk. Obviously, Jez Corden being at the tip of the spear. You have Tom Henderson. You have Tom from The Verge. There are plenty of amazing journalists that go out there. They give it and they're fair about it, but they also praise when necessary. This particular situation, to me, makes the media, at least the anti-Xbox media, Crispy, even more gross when we have confirmation that Spider-Man 2018 was expected to be a multi-plat game as per Marvel, and in, in what I consider to be very good business, Sony saw the potential of what Insomniac was making, and they said, wait a second, exclusive. We want this exclusive. Here's the bag. This is very similar. Now, if you want, if you want, if you want to take Starfield off the table, Crispy, I hear you. I'm going to throw something else in there that's almost one-to-one. Indiana Jones. Now, we don't know what the game looks like, but apparently through certain channels, that game is going to be a triple-A banger. And it's going to be a AAA banger that's exclusive to Xbox and PC. And it's going to launch an Xbox Game Pass day and date. This is the one-to-one. How many boo-hoos, Crispy, and how many anti-Xbox articles did we see? Oh, this is unfair. You see, it was supposed to be multiplat, and they locked it up. Shut up. That's the way business works. Let me get your hot take on this, Crispy. Well, uh, you know, and and unfortunately it comes from a person that many people are not a fan of, but uh, keep that same energy. Yeah, now's the time, journalists. Now's the time. Because uh, we're talking about Sony this past week just like enveloping themselves in even more lying. And and we already saw that through this, this whole fight between them and trying to stop this Activision deal. Okay, we, we've already, it's come out in the courts, people. So the problem I have is I constantly see journalists and extreme fanboys on that side completely in denial and allowing a corporation to do stuff to you and lie to you and, and, and basically try to market to you and say, oh, well, well, we're better because of this. No, yep. they're not. It is business, people. Okay, this is what happens. And it should be fine in general. You lock up a studio, you lock up the IP, and, and fortunately, 
for the people that only have a PlayStation. Guess what? Those games you already have on your PlayStation, those deals that are already in place, Microsoft honors that. Do you think Sony would? I don't think so, people. No. So we we, we sit here, and and you have to realize, Spider-Man, yes, they probably had leverage with the movie rights. Okay, so they probably, even, even though they probably offered the same as what Microsoft could have, or another uh, company could have. And, and at the end of the day, they have a little extra leverage because if, if you know Marvel, you know, like some of us, especially on this panel, you know that Spider-Man is extremely important to the Marvel universe. You know what I'm saying? He, he is, he is a, a huge, huge part of it. And, you know, I, I give them credit for, you know, doing this because I don't think the MCU would have come out the same way without Spider-Man there. But at the same time, when you use this leverage to lock up an IP for video games, when you don't have the rights to the video games, it's just business, right? Well, it should be. But unfortunately, these journalists have decided that it's not because Microsoft locked up Starfield and Indiana Jones. And, you know, I even heard complaints about Redfall before it fell flat on its face. So I don't know, man. I I, I have to go back through the screenshots, boom, because... I could give a lot of smoke to a lot of people. Well, you have a lot. You have a lot of receipts, as the kids like to call them. You save everything. <laughs> so. I save everything because people people sometimes like to argue with with somebody that actually knows what the heck they're talking about. And I mean, we got more <laughs> spice for you. But this is just the beginning. I mean, you know, I want to see the Kotaku's, the 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 IGNs. Come on, it's time. It's time to give Sony the smoke. Okay, yeah, 100%. And, Absolutely. And, and, and at yeah. the end of the day, I start seeing a little bit with the ratchet thing, but I mean, well, there's We're smoke, get into there's that. fire. Next. Okay, there's smoke, there's fire. You got to give them the business. This is unacceptable. You can't be sitting here calling out Microsoft for the same thing you're doing. You know what I mean? How hypocritical can you be? This is this is unnecessary. This is what we call bad business because you don't call out the competition when you're doing the same practices, it doesn't make any sense. It's illogical. And also it really spits in the face of the people that have a PlayStation. And, you know, also the people that said, Hey, you know, Microsoft's just doing what they feel they need to. Well, guess what? I guess we were right. Huh? Oh, isn't that interesting? I feel like every time you look at it and just say, you know what, I'm I'm not going to argue with a wall. It'll come out in the end. And then it does. And it happens to happen a lot more to the PlayStation fanboys than it does the Xbox fans. All right, so let's let's be honest here. Yes. You, you got to you got to think about what a corporation is here for. They are here to make money and that is it. I mean, look, uh Crispy's hit hit the nail on the head perfectly. Like it's a straight up hit. This corporations are not our friends, right? They are here to make money for their investors. And that's a fact. Now, if you look at the three platforms, Microsoft does things much differently. And what Sarah Bond does and Aaron Greenberg and Phil Spencer and the rest of, of the people that are constantly out there handshaking with, with, with the people, see, that's real. That's, that's real because they're an inclusive, well, there, there is an inclusive ideology at Microsoft. Whereas the other uh, other platforms is very walled garden, and that goes with their 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 C level executives as well. You don't hear Jim Ryan 
uh, interacting with the people. Hell, the guy can't even hold a PlayStation 5 controller correctly, let alone st- strike up a conversation or not, at least an honest one with, uh, with the fans. Um, so what Microsoft does is incredibly different, and that's why we, 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 we celebrate the brand as much as we do because we feel like uh, not, only do, not, not only do we matter, but they, they see us. And that, and I think that's that's super super important. Um, I, I want to bring in uh, Fuzzy Belvedere on this. Fuzzy, you know, first of all, shout out to Outlaw in the chat. He says if Indiana Jones isn't good, that would be a big out. And you're a thousand percent right. But who's to say it's not going to be better than Uncharted? It's Indiana Jones. It's it it is it is what birthed Uncharted and Laura Croft. Uh, it's being made by Machine Games. We know, and I and, and I've said this before. And if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Fuzzy, I will I will take the L on this. After what happened with Redfall, mm-hmm. I'm saying this wholeheartedly: you will never again see a triple A AAA expected title fall on its face the way Redfall did. That will never, ever, ever happen again and i and i will stand on this square i will die on this square because of the the outpour of disappointment that came the way of redfall mm-hmm. microsoft again cannot afford to take l's like that when they have as many studios working on as many games as they do so again if a game needs to be delayed you just delay it and you put something else in game pass as mm-hmm. as a holdover until the game is done right but I want to I want to circle the wagons back to this whole Spider-Man thing. This really does set a precedent to the media more more specifically on how one-sided it actually is. Uh, you know, we keep hearing Microsoft bad because these games are exclusive, but every time Sony does it, it's applauded. Let, mm-hmm. Let's get your take on this revelation. Well, some of this, I, I always look back to the Tomb Raider um, it, one year exclusivity thing where only Microsoft gets questioned on when it's an exclusive. For how long? How many months? When is it coming to PlayStation? When something comes or is exclusive to you know, PlayStation, it's usually only people that are on Xbox that are asking those questions. And unfortunately, they get ignored by the, the gaming media. Like perfect example, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the remake, but like when Tomb Raider was uh, coming to Xbox, it was like Phil had to disclose, or maybe it was uh, Crystal Dynamics had to disclose. Oh, it's a year, and then people were like, "Fine, I'll just wait a year." And it's like I don't hear a lot of Xbox people doing that. It's like okay, they'll either wait when it comes to that platform, or they'll you know if they are fortunate enough to have the the PlayStation, they'll pick it up on there, and then more than likely pick it up on Xbox as well. Like I did for death loop and Ghostwire. So it, it, it's funny that the, the gaming media are the ones that, like you said, they'll champion PlayStation when it, when they do it, it's like, Oh, why is it so hard for people to just buy a PlayStation? But yet when it's Xbox, it's like, when is it coming to PlayStation? It, it, uh, it, it, it's, it's annoying, but once again, the, the truth comes out as far as how the Spider-Man deal went down. Like originally we heard stories way back when it's like, Oh, Microsoft turned it down and everybody was ready to hop down Phil's throat about it. Oh, why'd you turn it down? Well, we didn't have a studio that we felt comfortable making it within house. 
And at that time, I don't think that they were really looking to reach out to Insomniac to do it. Um, they just had, um, you know, Sunset Overdrive made. Unfortunately, because of the whole TV, TV, TV controversy, that IP didn't do as well as they had hoped. It was one of those things, the entire launch of that generation was isn't a cloud of controversy. And a lot of the games, even though they had a phenomenal launch lineup, it was pretty much forgotten at that point. So them not picking up that IP at that time, yeah, we can, you know, hindsight's 2020, but who would they have had do it and would have, you know, made that much of a difference considering how even the IPs that they already had that people were, you know, clamoring for like uh, Quantum Break and things like that just didn't hit the marks like they had hoped. But, you know, seeing Sony doing these tactics, we, we've known they've been doing things like this for a while now. And the fact that, you know, it's only going to be somebody like Michael Pactor that makes mention of it. You won't see it on IGN. You won't see it on Gamers Rank or Game Ranks and Gamer Rant or Eurogamer or any of those or Game Informer for that matter. Um, so it, it just it it's one of the reasons why I don't even follow a lot of the uh, gaming media like I used to. Like before, those were the go to sites for, oh, what games are coming out and things. But now they have so much spin on why you should buy a PlayStation, even though. Their showcase was, you know, almost perfect, minus the fact that there was only one thing really shown worthwhile. All of that spin that they do just goes to show how biased they are in in, in the sense that either PlayStation's buttering their bread or maybe they, you know, grew up on PlayStation and that's all they know. And that's the beloved console. Me being a Sega kid growing up, it's like for me, I, I just look for whoever done or whoever or whatever they've done for me lately kind of thing. And Xbox seems to be the one with, you know, Game Pass and a lot of the um, different services that they have, a lot of the different studios that they have cooking up stuff. That That's where I, I'm, you know, planting my flag. Even though, yeah, I still have a PlayStation. Yeah, I still play some of their exclusives, but <laughs> it, it, it just boggles my mind why people are quick to say, buy a PlayStation if you want their exclusives. But Xbox, it's like, it's unfair. These games are taken away. I mean. If it's not already downloaded on your console, it can't be taken away. It can be canceled, much like Sony has canceled some other games, and we don't have official word if Factions has been canceled. Thank, thank you, Bungie. No, just no. That that's that that there. Yeah. Well, again, we're only going to go what we know. That that's not coming out for at least years. Yeah, because whatever exactly. they were doing, they just it it did not work. And Bungie yeah. was like, nope, that doesn't work. We got it. We got to rework this thing. So I'm sure the assets will be used, but the yeah. the actual. Uh, grounds on a, a gas game for whatever they were doing, uh, uh, Naughty Dog. Just it just did not work. So yeah. you know that sucks. But I yeah, like factions. Yeah, but it like this whole uh, Spider-Man deal for all of those that were like, oh, we we should have Starfield on PlayStation. You can thank Jim Ryan for kind of waking up the beast that you guys always said you should they should compete. They're Microsoft. They're a trillion dollar company. They should compete. Well, now they're competing. And now we see some of the stuff Sony was doing and kind of woke them up. So you can you can thank Jim Ryan for waking them up. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we're going to get we're going to get into because Insomniac is going to be another part of the conversation because uh, Dave, we're going to get into it. But I, the one thing I love about working with Dave and I got I get to do this twice a week, which is a gr <laughs> amazing. The same thing with Fuzzy on bookend shows. Uh, the uh, you like to keep it fair, like, and, and you can get spicy there, Dave. Which you, you wear a red hat for a reason. So let's <laughs> let's 
let's talk about this because again, we have seen, we have talked about it, we have read it, we you have talked about it on your show uh, with Retri that you have each and every Sunday evening, which I will be a guest next Sunday, folks. So get ready for that. Um, but we have seen this double standard. And it's not even that, that, that Dave that they're blatant about it. They're in your face, Xbox bad, PlayStation good. Now, when we get this information, when we have this new information about Spider-Man expected to be multi-plat. And again, I'm I'm not blaming Sony for this. They did what businesses do. They saw something special. They wanted to make it exclusive to their platform, and they did just that. Zero wrong with that folks that is 101 business but the problem is not the stink eye for the community not the stink eye for sony doing the, the business that they thought would sell millions of consoles which we know it has and i got a super chat over here from dean rivera that's exactly that point but the media the media dave is the one that I have the stink eye for, and I'm showing the fangs to. And I'm wondering how far this is going to go, because obviously they took the ball and they ran with Starfield exclusive bad. They took the the the, 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 the Indiana Jones thing. Oh, it's bad. Look, 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 point the finger. Look what you guys are doing. You made it exclusive. How dare you? And now we have the now we have confirmed information that it's that Sony does the exact same thing, which we all knew. Spider-Man's a big IP. Let's talk about it, Dave. What, what are your thoughts on this? With, the, with, with the, 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 the negative media and how they have to now eat a lot of crow. It's the double standard. Extreme double standard. And you think, you know, why, why would they do this? Why would they, you know, why would they highlight... Wow. I know, isn't that crazy? We'll talk about that in a second that too. Is Super chats just, are crazy, but yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So so the media over the last ten years or more, Ming has really been um, in the pocket of Sony. <clears throat> they have, I mean, they're the market leader, so they have treated them a certain way. Certain things they have done for the media that have, uh, you know, kind of greased the palms, greased the wheels, you know, oh, let's send them a game, let's send them a console, let's, you know, hey, make sure you write good articles about us and we'll we'll send you the latest demo and the latest game to try out or to review. Those things happen, folks. In radio, it's called pay-to-play. Uh, there you go. Legal, and yep. it's illegal. <laughs> Very much so illegal. <clears throat> I've known people that have lost their jobs for that. But uh, the... Uh, the the way they're doing it now, it's um you know they Sony has a huge market share. So the vast majority of people that are going to these gaming sites that are the the ones that cover everything, the the, the multiple, you know, coverage, not not just an exclusive gaming site for Sony or exclusive gaming site that covers uh you know Windows. Windows Central type thing, you know, they would, uh, but they also cover other things as well too, which is good on them. But um, so, so that's where their quote unquote clicks and bread and butter is. They need to get the people in and they emphasize and highlight uh, 
what they what they think is going to get more people to view their clicks, view their likes, buy their magazines, and that's just the way the market works. And right now, being the number one console um, company in the world, it's Sony. So that's where they're going to focus their good vibes. It it makes them more money to raise up Sony and to put down Microsoft because there are fanboys out there that will like, oh, if they're talking bad about Xbox, I want to I want to read that article. I want to go to that article. You know, and that is the long and the short of it put together into a nice little package. It's not fair. It's a double standard. It's crazy. But what I like is things like this that come out that we're able to say, ha, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all the crap that you give, you know, it's unwarranted, unfounded. And the next time a Sony fanboy brings it up and I look, I, I have a, I have a, I have a Sony, I have, I have, I have a, I have a, PlayStation 5, I have a PlayStation 4. You know, I've had all the consoles that Sony's put out. I like the Xbox ecosystem better. Yeah. It's just the way it is. That's, I just feel like I get more benefit out of it. But I still play Ghost of Tsushima at least once a week on my PlayStation because I love it. It's a great game. But with that said, the overall point I was trying to make is that these uh the the people that you know that 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 think that you know this is not uh you know what is Microsoft doing why are they destroying they're destroying gaming by by not letting us play Starfield on our PlayStation no they're not no they're not <laughs> if you want to play Starfield buy an Xbox or get into the ecosystem through your PC multiple ways you can get into the ecosystem that Sony doesn't offer you why doesn't Sony offer you that? Because they want to keep their ecosystem closed and they want to keep as much money as possible. It's business, that's for sure. But Microsoft has looked at this and thought, you know what? We can, in the long run, make more money if we make our products available in more areas. The more places you can get our product, the better it's going to be for the consumer. And <laughs> here's the big catcher. By doing this over time, they are going to grow their base yep. bigger and bigger, and they 100%. are going to be oh, not as far distant number three, but maybe a closer number three, maybe a number two, and eventually someday, hopefully, they'll be the number one. Well, I mean, when you consider they might add Sega to the conversation, <laughs> I mean, number one is is almost guaranteed. But that's that's for another show, folks. You heard you heard we went ham on Wednesday. What a great show. I, it was one of my favorites because we talked about Sega. I mean, I, we, we talked about Tencent and what Microsoft is doing and everything. It was, it was a, you missed primetime gaming on Wednesday. It was in a fantastic two hours of a lot of Sega talk, man. It was, it was, uh, it, it, it gave me a big cheese smile. But Dave, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think everyone here, I think the running understanding is it's just business. Now, sometimes, uh, Sony goes out of their way to do extra dirty deeds in the background about keeping it off a of game pass, game pass for a year or two years or things of that nature. I mean, again, I don't agree with it, but like Dean Rivera, who drops the first super chat of the day, I have a PlayStation Five. So if something's going to come out uh, I, that I can't get, that's going to be an exclusive. Well, I'm going to play it there because I'm not going to 
snub my nose. Now, Final Fantasy six, uh, 16 looks amazing. And I've heard some, some great things, but I have an issue with Square personally. So I will play that game, but I will buy that game used. And I will give it to uh, the I'd rather give the money to a stranger on eBay. Hey, you're selling it? I'll buy it from you. Here's your 50 bucks. And then I'll play it. And, 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 and you know, Square's not getting my money, but I'm still not, you know, missing out on what's probably one of the better, newer experiences Final Fantasy. So I, that's how I'm going to play it. But listen, let's get into the Super Chats. And then we're going to get into, we got to get into this Ratchet and Clank thing. I mean, I don't know who to point the finger at. I don't know if this is a Jim Ryan thing, an SIE thing, an Insomniac thing. Uh, but I am going to say ultimately it's disappointing because uh, they made such a big deal. They made such a big deal. The media specifically really rallied behind Sony. Whoa, my God. The SSD is just, it's so good in the, in the PlayStation 5, folks, that Ratchet and Clank cannot be played anywhere because they're a time-shifting thing. Remember remember how they were doing article after article? They're changing the game. Well, it turns out that you can run this thing on a potato, which is just ridiculous. But let me get to the Super Chats, and we're going to get into that next. Dean Rivera, just a very generous $5 Super Chat, and says, I love my Xbox. It's my console of choice, but I just snatched up the Spider-Man 2 console. Just like, boom, it's a PlayStation exclusive, which, of course, is why you get that. Um, Drawn TJ drops a ridiculous $100 Super Chat. That is just, I dude, I don't even know what to say. That's just bonkers. He says, to make Game Pass grow by, by Crytek, Crystal Dynamics, and Eidos Montreal, Giant Software, Focus, Focus Entertainment would be big, uh, Focus Home Interactive, uh, Team Ninja, Platinum Games, which I don't know so much about Platinum. I don't trust them anymore. Wargaming, which I think they own the um, licensing for um, Mech Assault. Uh, Funcom Games. These are all small studios. Then buy a forty-nine percent stake in uh, in Take Two and buy Sega. Brother, you you are awesome. He, you got a limited bank account. Uh, that is, what can I say? Uh, I, I I love his I love his big thinking. He's a greedy gamer like Umbra, like myself. We all, we want them to have everyone. Um, but dude, brother, thank you so much for the generosity. We we truly appreciate it. Uh, here, uh, Dreadful Sean drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I want Marvel to force PlayStation to make Spider-Man multi-plat just like they did uh, with MLB. Uh, um, uh, with, uh, uh, just like uh, the MLB forced uh, my, uh, PlayStation to do it with uh, MLB The Show. Um, we were talking about that in the green room where I think you wouldn't see Disney push that hard is because of how entrenched Spider-Man is with the MCU and the fact that even though Sony doesn't own the publishing rights for toys and for clothes and for gaming, they do own the movie rights. And I think that Sony being who Sony is will leverage that in getting Tom Holland uh, back into the MCU. I'm sure that when they had that split, this is one of the things 
that were discussed. Hey, listen, we want to keep Spider-Man exclusive to our brand. But I, 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 I look, I don't, I don't fault Sony for locking up this game. Spider-Man 2018 is a masterclass achievement. Now, maybe it's not your bag. Maybe chasing pigeons through clouds uh, weren't your thing. I absolutely loved it. I platinumed it once. Uh, I started playing through it on on the PlayStation 5 version. Uh, I almost platinum Miles Morales. I think I'm one trophy away from the platinum there. I cannot wait to play Spider-Man 2. So I, I get it. I, I get why they did it. It is a big IP. Um, but you never know. I mean, you, ju- you just never know. But I, I think that because, like, if you look at Spider-Man 2018, you look at uh, the re- the remake, of, of Spider-Man 2018 and what Miles Morales sold. I mean, if you put them all together, it's got to be like 30 plus million co- uh, copies sold. That's a lot of copies. Now, MLB, that particular situation was because it was selling 2 million copies on a PlayStation 4 that had 117 million uh, players. So it, it made it literally made no sense. Like MLB is like, we're leaving money on the table here. Um, but Spider-Man, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I just I just think it sells so many copies, and I think Spider-Man 2 is going to sell. I wouldn't be surprised at Spider-Man 2, because you got to remember, see, so again, Sony's, they're smart. It just so happens that the main antagonist is Kraven, and it just so happens it's releasing around Cra- the Kraven film. So it's going to set the world on fire for the film, and it's going to set people going to want to buy the game. You can only buy the game on PlayStation or play, you know, PlayStation Five. So I think they're gonna they I think they sell easily five million copies in the first week, easily. And I think by end of year, no doubt about it, that that's a ten million console seller. I just I just it may even be may maybe even hits twelve by by December. I, again, that's just my opinion. Um, we have Mister Nichols, got the very generous five dollar super chat and says. Xbox exclusives are great. Rise, Rise, Son of Rome needs a sequel, dude, like so bad. And Quantum Break are examples of how biased the media is towards Xbox. Please call them out. Yeah, we we, we will do that. Listen, I'm going to say this, folks. You trust me? These are two games that Mr. Nichols mentioned. If you've never played them, I'm going to say, A, shame on you, especially if you are a Sony fan. Both of these games right now are stellar absolutely stellar experiences both quantum break and rise son of rome deserve your time yes they're old but those games are dope that's all i got dean rivera drops an additional five dollar super chat and yeah this is funny laura croft is going to be in season five of call of duty maybe microsoft buys crystal next yeah they have to man that's Crystal Dynamics and Idols Montreal are must be handled before anything else. Those are so important to what Microsoft is doing with um, Perfect Dark and Fable that they're, it's a must to get those studios locked up. But I want to go to Crispy Bomb next on this next scandal, if you will. <laughs> Apparently, Crispy Bomb. You can play Ratchet and Clank on something like your Steam Deck, that and it and it could be run from the the HDD rather than it be like this, you know, 
mythical can only be run on a PlayStation 5. Now, again, this comes the way of Sony trying to sell their wares. I get it, but it's a lie, right? Sony has lied so many times, I have lost count. Insomniac Games was rah rahing this. They're the developer, like, no, this thing cannot be played anywhere else. It can only be on the PlayStation 5. You got to play it here. There is no doubt that this not only could probably have run on a PlayStation 4, even if they scaled it down, but the fact that now this is coming out on top of the Spider-Man thing, it, it and, and what happened during the ABK stuff, I mean, it just makes Jim Ryan and PlayStation look like just a bunch of just dirty Fs. I'm sorry. Like, I'm... I, I, I can't believe a word that comes out of their mouth. What, what, what are your hot takes on this other revelation about the magical, the mythical F, uh, SSD uh, in, in the uh, in the PlayStation Five being necessary to play Ratchet and Clank because of the whole you know time warping thing? And it turns out to be a big freaking lie. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said the same thing, boom. I was like, we like. I swear to God, we got a lot of flack for saying, like, no, this game could definitely run on older hardware or on, you know, the Series S or the Series X. Like, let's it, let's not sell. So what they were trying to do is sell the PlayStation using Ratchet and Clank. Okay. And unfortunately, this is where I get into legality. And I say, this is false advertising. And... You could say what you want. I, I saw somebody in the chat say, well, it runs horrible. Um, I had the kid optimize the Steam Deck, and I played for a half an hour. Now, I can't prove it to you because, you know, we went through. It, it would be a lot of work to try to prove it to you. But it, it runs if you scale it down correctly. Lucky for me, he knows what he's doing with the darn thing. All right. So I, I just I laugh at this. Um We've seen games on the Switch that we didn't think were possible to run, run on there. Uh, I get selling point. I understand it. But this is not a selling point. This is a flat-out lie. And literally, Sony decided to spit in your face. If you thought that lie was true and that you could only play this game there, they, they just spit in your face. And... I see people like, ah, oh, spit again. Like they're they're just sitting there, like, ah, oh, yes, more, more lies. I want all the lies. Like <laughs> I love it. I, I see people doubling down, arguing with guys that play on PC that are saying, bro, you guys like just got caught out big time because I'm I'm playing this on an external, you know, uh, regular hard drive. That's older than the, the PS4 hardware. Yep. And y'all told me that this magical SSD was was the 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 magic in the entire the unicorn, if you will. And, and and constantly, if we see games properly optimized, because I, I mean it already came out, unfortunately. If you actually, you know, were into this whole ABK deal, that parody is a big deal. And you know why? That's because Sony uses parity to their advantage. So if there's a multiplat that they have a licensing agreement or something like that with, and it comes out on Xbox, they optimize it for the PlayStation so it runs better. And that is why they're worried about Microsoft doing it. Can, can you actually use your brain and be a critical thinker and say, 
you know, there's there's something wrong here. There's what's going on? Yeah, I get I get that. Okay, a, a multi-platform game is going to go with not only the one that throws the bag in their face, but the one that has the the higher market share right now in gaming. This is why we've been going for this ABK deal. It all comes into culmination as it seems like it's going to be finalized shortly. Okay. It, 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 a week or two is, is really what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. are finally like, Hey, hello people. This is how we get competition back to actual competition. Because at the end of the day, switch might be right behind PlayStation, but Xbox is two behind PlayStation. Yeah. And Xbox needs to catch up because guess what? Everybody thinks that it's only Xbox and Sony that are actually in this gen of hardware. So what's the problem with actually having competition? Oh, Sony's actually going to have to do pro-consumer things. Oh, how about that? Because, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> what a I've, been a, I've been a gamer my entire life. And the one thing I've always resented Sony for is they killed Sega. Okay. They killed the Sega console division. They told Sega oh, to become a third-party developer. If you didn't know that, go look it up. They said it because they had such market share. They killed the Sega consoles. Them. Okay? And when I got my hands on Gears of War, because I always say exclusive IPs matter, and that is my exact reason why, I said, these guys are doing something different. As, as Sony reels back, and the reason why I don't have a PS5 is because they can't make a multiplayer game for the life of them. They can't, okay? Like, shame on me. I love multiplayer. I was a single-player gamer for a majority of my life. I'm, I, you know, like, I get what Boom says. Like, hey, like, dude, I just want to go into a game and get enveloped. Me, I want to interact with people. And they don't allow you to do that unless it's a multiplayer game like Call of Duty. No wonder why they went crazy about it. I mean, can we be serious for a second? It is unacceptable for a company. And, and they both did it. They did the 8K thing too. And they knew who's going to buy an 8K TV at like 10 grand. You know what I'm saying? They both did the 8K thing. That was a lie. But you know what? Sony been doubling down for a while with the lies. And it's unacceptable to me. It makes no sense. And the people that, that lap up them spitting in your face, well, eventually you're going to get tired of it. I hope. Or you're just cuckoo. I'm sorry. Like, you, you got you to call a spade a spade, man. Like, sometimes you got to just say, you know what? They aren't doing pro-consumer things. Now, thanks to Microsoft buying ABK shortly, guess what? They're going to have to rethink their strategy. And it might be good for the gamer-consumer. Maybe at some point I say, you know what? There's they brought out a, a multiplayer, single player experience that's exclusive to their console. Maybe like SOCOM, maybe you know what I'm saying? Like you brought that out, you brought it back to life, or whatever it may be. And I go and purchase that your console for five hundred dollars. I mean, still to this day, what what happened to the VR? They didn't even I mean, they basically already threw it under the rug. I mean, it's, I mean, for the person that bought the VR 2.0, what, what, what do you do dude, now? It's basically a paperweight right now, dude. Like, honestly, you, you know it's, it's a like, giant that, paperweight. That's not right. I'm sorry. You spent a lot of money and you know what? I have a voice, so I'm going to say it. 
And it's not because I'm an Xbox fanboy. No, I've been a gamer my whole life. You want to go in the arcade? Let's roll, baby. All right? I'll take you to school. Okay? That's how I roll. All right? So at the end of the day, I say, you know what? For the gamer, the actual person that is a gamer, that ain't no fanboy shill that will actually sit there and be like, I want this new experience Sony has sold me. And they have basically let it sit there and do nothing. And you spent that money? That ain't right. I'm sorry. And I'm going to leave it at that because if it ain't right, don't buy it. Plain yes. and simple. No, dude, you, you, you can't argue with a single thing that you said. Look, uh, I, now, obviously, there's a lot to unpack here, folks. Uh, and we are we do have plenty of we have plenty of time left. There's at least an hour and fifteen minutes left of the show. So get ready. Grab your cup of coffee, your bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, or your sandwich, if you will, and just get ready because you're gonna get honesty, you're gonna get some fun, we're gonna have some laughs. Before I get into the rest of the super chats, and there's been a ton of them to pop in here. I still I, I want to hear from uh from Fuzzy. I want to hear from Dave. Fuzzy, this to me, the Spider-Man thing is not that big of a deal because it's business we we get it we understand it but again the reason why that was the opening salvo is because the media is full of shit pardon my french folks they're just full of it and they know it and they latch on like lap dogs like absolute lap dogs and just lap up whatever uh sony's uh, throws at them but this particular situation is i think a black eye for Insomniac. I think it's a black eye for PlayStation and more so even so uh, Jim Ryan. Um, <laughs> all, we've, all we've heard is how important the SSD is, how better. As a matter of fact, we had a studio throw themselves under the bus last weekend, if you folks remember, to have that game coming out, uh, something era. Right, quantum era, uh, yeah. quantum era. That, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you for the save. Um, on, on 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 the power of this magical unicorn esque SSD, and mm -hmm. it, it and it's 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 so powerful that they can only release it on. Uh, and if they did an Xbox version, oh, world would be over, right? <laughs> and then you hear this. See, this is this is where, and I and I hold Ted Price. And the folks, the fine folks in, at, at Insomnia Games, as one of my personal favorite studios, they they are literally carrying PlayStation right now, um, and they're working on a third IP, which is rumored to be. Which, if it is, I think this is a brilliant move, a Sunset Overdrive two. I don't know if that's been reported as a rumor, but it makes sense. You know, Sunset yeah. Overdrive is Sony's now. Um, so if they decide to come up with a two, I will play it because I love Sunset Overdrive one. Mm -hmm. But I think this is ultimately this is a this is this is a, a stink eye for Insomnia. I, I really do, and I and I really hold him to such a high standard and a high account because I love Ted Price. I love the people over there. I love their games. I've been a fan of them for years. But this is ugly. This is ugly. What 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 are your hot takes on this? Well, it it goes back to like the beginning of the generation where a lot of marketing speak was you know, put out there by, by both platforms, but a lot of it, people like the social media, well, not social media in general, but like the gaming media even mainly poked fun at like things like smart delivery or quick resume. Remember that? And 
I used to joke to people, I'm like, hey, show me one multiplat game that loads faster on a PlayStation 5 than it does on an Xbox Series X with Quick Resume. You can't find any. And even when they showed the loading test on a lot of those games without even using Quick Resume, it was faster. I don't know if that was a matter of direct storage or not, but as fast as that was, or as far as the read and write speed on the SSD for the PlayStation, it, it's not being programmed, or at least the software out there now is not being optimized for it. Considering you can't get that same speed, or at least at the time of launch, you couldn't get that same speed in the PC. It, so it was kind of bogus that they're like, oh, it's, you know, uh, Unreal Engine 5 can only be done on this SSD, but we found that that was a lie as well. So it's almost like uh, the, 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 the things where it's like, uh, uh, like when they do the lie detector test, it's like uh, you're not the father, or, or if we found you, you are the father. Jerry Springer. Oh yeah, so it's, it's like that's great. The, none of all this stuff that that Mark Cerny and that group were saying, as far as that SSD, is it fast? Yes. Is it the you know magic fairy dust that they try to make it seem to be? No. And for those that are like, oh yeah, it'll run like crap on a PC. Yeah. If you're using an old, let's say, 5600 speed, you know, hard drive, yeah. If you're using like a 72 R or 7200 RPM or better, it's it's around the same speed. You may get a, uh, a hitch once or twice, but that one scene that everybody likes to play is in the beginning of the game and you never go through anything like that again throughout the entire game. Now, I, I, I played the game, I platinum it. It was one of the first games I platinum on my PS5. And the reason being, it only took eight hours. So, or what, Spider Man 2018? No, this, this uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, and, and that's the thing. I, I kind of want to just jump in for a hot second. And I want, I want people to understand if you asked me for a recommendation on Ratchet and Clank, I would say, if you are a platform stand, if you are a Pixar stand like I am, Ratchet and Clank are, uh, uh, that on the PlayStation 5 is brilliance in motion. There, there is no doubt about it. You, you know, Maybe platformers aren't your thing. Maybe you're anti-Sony, and I get it if you are. There's a lot of reasons to be. But I, I am not mad at the game. The game is gorgeous, and yeah. it is exactly what I love about platformers. It is like watching and playing a Pixar film. That is how good Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is. It is mm -hmm. brilliance in motion. So this isn't a, this isn't an attack on the game. The game leave, leave the game alone. The game is brilliant. Yeah, it's the it's the shenanigans behind this SSD that I think I, that that why we're we're covering this. But please continue, Buzz. Yeah, the, the biggest thing, that one scene where you go from world to world, that's just a one-time thing in the game. So if you were to replay that on that same hard drive, it would already be cached and it'll play it just as fast as it plays it on the PS5. The first time, it's loading. And it's basically all of that, that uh, switching between worlds is a loading screen. We've already seen, even Digital Foundry showed it. Now, the hard drive that they use or whatever they were trying to do as far as the external, they probably purposely used a bad hard drive because even on a Steam Deck with a, S, uh, a SD card, loads it faster or plays it faster on the first try. So it, it's not that the SSD in the PS5 is drunk. It's just that it's not this magical wonder, you know, uh, device that they originally uh, panned it out to be. So if you want to play it on PC, which, yeah, it's it's three years old, I, I would say 
it's a worthwhile game. For me, it was worthwhile after it went on sale. I wasn't paying the launch or the full price for it. I wound up picking up the deluxe edition after the fact. Me personally, because it is somewhat of a short game, looks beautiful, but I would say this might be something to wait on uh, for Steam until it's at the $30 mark. Just You're going to be able to finish this if you just do all the story side content, you can probably platinum this thing in less than 12 hours. Uh, if not faster, like I think I platinum it somewhere between eight and 10 hours. That's but, unbelievable. Um, like, see, it, it, you know what? I'll say that's the crazy thing. I, lo- I love how we di- we play differently. You'll, yeah. you'll platinum it in 12 hours. For me, I'll platinum it in 30, 35, yeah. because I really do like, I, I'm like a nerd. Like I, 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 I stop and I look around the world. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm amazed at this. folks. you got to understand I'm old. So I started with sticks and dots. So when I see this, I'm like, this is, this is this is crazy. Yeah, the the approach I took, I took my normal open world approach where I'm trying to search every corner, but it's you can find the pattern of where like the gold bolts are and stuff like that. So after you get used to where to look, you'll know to go straight to like off the beaten path and then double back around to do the side content, and that's what what did it for me. But awesome game, but for those that were, you know, praising the SSD, eh, sorry Cerny lied to you or or misled you, led you astray. As <laughs> he's done definitely... before. As he's <laughs> done before. Yeah. I mean, th- this is definitely a game that probably if they really wanted to, they could put on PS4. But since it's not, hey, play it on your Steam Deck, play it on your ROG Ally, play it on your, you know, PC, whether it's a potato or a $5,000 rig, you can definitely play this game. Uh, preferably on an SSD and just about any of them out there will cut it. But yeah, it, it's it's a good game, but the marketing for it, yeah, they 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 led you astray. <laughs> and and you know, Sony has lied before. They will continue to lie, and they will continue to bamboozle uh, folks. Uh, and uh, like I said, the, the the best thing I can say is, don't fall for the lies. Uh, you know, be specific on what you buy. Uh, the PlayStation VR 2.0 is an up, up, another another perfect example of Sony abandoning because they, they won't admit it, but folks. But has I mean, since its launch, have we heard numbers? Have we seen any rah rah stats? No. Have we seen any announcements on first party development? No. Um, Insomniac, whether you you notice or you don't, Insomniac make incredible vr games and i only know that because of ks Ante. he's like boom you don't understand they've released some bangers so i don't know why they they don't tap them but then again they are working on spider-man 2 wolverine and a third project and that still might be on top of a resistance fall of man remake which i really hope that they release uh but just just be smarter with your money dave let's get your hot take on the the Mark Cerny lie heard around the world. The Magic SSD cannot be uh, compared to uh, on any rig because the PlayStation's is so special. Turns out it's really not. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 the wording. It's it's the way. Okay, what 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 I find really amusing now is that a lot of the fanboys, uh, I hate to say that, but it's true are trying to cover and backtrack. They're like, you know, well, that's not exactly what he said. And, and it, you know, it, 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 it can't play. It can only play its best on 
you know, you know with the SSD and the, and the sort of, but that's not what they said. That's not what they sold you on at the beginning. And they said it was, they said it was only capable on the PlayStation five bullshit. Sorry. And it's, it's, it's just right. not, uh, it's just not the case. Um, now there are definitely ways you can run it where it will play and it's not as good, you know, but it's still playable. But yet saying that the SSD is the only way to achieve that effect is a lie. And it's been proven, you know, there's computers out there that can run it. There's steam deck. that can even do it. So it's like, you know, okay, why, why, why did they do it? Obviously it's a feature they they felt like they had the better type of architecture using uh, that um, that SSD technology. So they were trying to promote it and push it. I get it, but to but to to say that it was it was the only way it could be done, and then now years later, yourself by putting it out on PC, proving that's not the case. Um. And, and then and and then expecting not to get shit for it, that's ridiculous. Um, you know the, the 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 crap they're getting for it is 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 deserved. But then well again, learned. You, you just got to you got to chalk it up to that's that's what Sony marketing does. And like you said, the game developers, the game itself, it's a great game. I've played it, traded it off already. It's um you know, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not the best game by any means, but it was a good game, and it's just um, the the effect kind of cool, but it's still not you know something that's necessary. I mean, if you if to step back, you know, in the in the in the last generation, a lot of uh, games would create like you had to pass through a wall, you know, or like your your character goes into a and he kind of like scoots through, or you hit a button, and you, and, and you have him scoot through a, a a a crack in the wall or something. And the reason they put those kind of things in was to give the 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 system time to load the next area. You know, they put little buffers, little placeholders, little things that you know, a smart way to do it, well, smart way to program. Now they don't have to do that. Some games they still put it in, even though they don't have to, because people are used to that or they expect that in certain parts. So, but that's the, you know, it's to me, it's, it's, it's the, the, the biggest thing about it is the defense of it on the side that it's clearly where, where Sony's uh, marketing department, you know, kind of pushed too hard on their features and now they've kind of been caught in the lie. But the biggest part about this is that the people that are defending well, no, they didn't really lie. They they weren't really lying. That just they, that's where they lose credibility. There's some people saying that that you know that 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 we're calling it out loses our credibility. I don't think so. I'll I'll keep my credibility easily uh, while you can't uh, you know while we can play that game anywhere. Anyway, that's what I got. Yeah, I mean, again, it's 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 now this this comes on the heels. Uh, let me see who just said Red, Red Monkey Butts. What's going on, brother? Uh, welcome to the program, as always. Uh, this he makes a comment. This is funny. I want to read it live. He says PlayStation Five, and this is this is a big deal, folks. The PlayStation Five has sold, not shipped, sold 
40 million consoles. That is astonishing, especially when you consider that they raised the price by 50 bucks, right? So take, take what they're doing, incredible work at, at SIC, at SIE. This is what's keeping Sony afloat. There's no doubt about it. Um, he goes on to say, PlayStation 5 sold 40 million, but Sony fans are still not sleeping well at night. They're still worried about Xbox. Yeah, and they, and they have every right to be, and they should be. Yeah, uh, for a couple of reasons, but I, I don't think that they should lose sleep over the fact that Microsoft is uh, going to be in the conversation. I think what they people sh- first of all, you shouldn't lose sleep over a corporation because they're not your friends. Um, what you should be wondering is whether or not you can still be a PlayStation fan and look over at the other side and be like, you know what, that grass is green as well. And I'm going to go sniff that grass. I'm going to touch that grass mm-hmm. because I want to see what's going on over there. And maybe you buy a Series S. Maybe you buy a Series X. Maybe you download Xbox Game Pass and you play it on your $5,000 rig that you told everyone that you had. And you can play Starfield. And you can play Clockwork Revolution when it releases and Hellblade 2 next year. And whatever else you want to play. Uh, I, I just think that we're, we're in an era of gaming where I get the finance situation for a lot of people. Entertainment does have its limits, and maybe some people cannot support multiple platforms, and I, and I hear you. I, I am here to tell you that that is a reality, folks. Um, but if there is one platform that you're not attached to, and it's an Xbox platform, that, you, that you're like, well, I have a PlayStation, and I really like it, or I'm a Switch person and I really like that, or I have both of them and I really like what they're doing over there. Microsoft, specifically Xbox, is one of the, out of the three, that allows you to dip your toe into the pool without getting yourself all soaking wet. Like you you can, you know, you could literally, you know, again, the, the dollar deal is back, right? They I don't know if it's still running now, but it was back uh, at the beginning of the month. You can get Xbox, try it out. You know what I'm saying? You know, get it for three months, get, play Starfield in September, and maybe you become a fan. I, I think that when you consider the way traditionally Sony charges you 7643 for their games, which is their right to do, and 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 now um, same thing for Nintendo, which started with uh, um, Tears of the Kingdom, Microsoft makes it very affordable very affordable for you to be a uh, to be an xbox fan but you know again i'm not going to push you over the edge you you spend your money how you want to spend your money um and uh listen before we get into the third topic i do want to catch up on the super test there's been quite a few of them uh we have here uh michael mooney drops a very generous five pound super chat and says what about getting one or two motorsport teams to expand the development uh, time of each Xbox first-party motorsports games. Yeah, I mean, I know that both both Playground and um, and Turn Ten have hired recently. I don't know how big they have expanded the studio. Um, I I mean, I, I think they're I going say- for like a ten-year uh, games as a service approach. I don't know if it's okay. going to be a full ten years, but I think what they're going to do is. You won't necessarily Instead of adding a new game, just keep adding to it, right? Right. Add new tracks, add new cars, substantial amount of tracks or cars um, throughout the next five to 10 years. 
uh, as well as modes like things like okay. the, the drag racing, dirt racing, things like that. So I, I think that's the approach they're going to try and we'll see. I, I know they tried it with flight sim and then they wound up making a new flight sim, but we can probably get at least three or four years out of this motorsport with con- continuous support and see how it goes from there. Yeah. I, I mean, as long, as long as the support is substantial and it's and it really, it's really defining, you know, like on what they do rather than the whole game versus, you know, we just released uh, 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 an update that is just bombastic and it has, you know, 50 new cars or 25 new cars. It's got 10 new tracks. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a different area. If they can, if they can figure out a way to do that, then that, that, that's a good way to be. Uh, I still like the traditional releases personally. I like, uh, like motorsport. We're not going to see one for at least five years. That makes sense because the game is not even out yet. It's coming out in October. And, and many of us are waiting for horizon six to be announced whenever that's going to be. Is that going to be next year? Is that going to be? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Dark Winters drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, I love Spider-Man, but this is the third Spider-Man in five years. I think they really are putting all their eggs in one basket. I mean, Spider-Man 2018 came out, did what it did. Miles Morales was a great, uh, great addition to the franchise. Uh, yes, it was a, you know, some people say, oh, it's DLC, boom. Yeah, I guess, but I, I love the hell out of it. And I love Miles as a character. I love the whole family thing that he had going on. Like I said, it really represented a lot of what I went through growing up as a kid. So I can understand, like, I, 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 I appreciate what this, what Insomniac was able to tell, especially in the opening scene. I've told this before that that joint made me cry straight up, like cry, uh, because it reminded me of my abuela. So it, it, it was a personal thing for me. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I think, is uh, really on another level. I, some people are like, oh, boom, it's just another DLC. I don't know so much about that. But again, that might be my Marvel stand coming. you got to understand, I am a, a Spider-Man 252 fanboy. I collected comics with my dad when Spider-Man got the symbionite, the, the start of the symbionite saga, out of Secret Wars. So it's more of a personal thing. I cannot wait to play it. I love Craven. I think Craven's an amazing character. But I'm a diehard Venom, Venom fan, so I am like I'm all in. And they're changing the story, which is I don't know how I feel about that right now because it's supposedly not Eddie Brock, which I'm a little eh, I don't know so much about that because I'm an Eddie Brock fan because he's Venom, and now it's not so much that. So I I, I got to see how I'm gonna like the story, but I I'm very excited for that game. Uh, Drawn TJ dropped a very generous additional five. Dollar super chat and says, Never mind, I'm good. I thought it went on the wrong card, but it's okay. Oh, brother, I, I hope everything is okay. Let me know. If not, I can always return it to you. It's it's not a problem. Um, Highlander 001 drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, Jim Ryan lies more than Todd. Does Todd Howard actually lie? I mean, I think he's being facetious. Um, but I but Jim Ryan does lie a lot. Uh, fall, Fallout seventy six. He deserves. Yeah, I mean, that. okay, okay. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not an Earth Defense Force for anybody. You know, speak your piece and stand by your words. That's what I say. <laughs> Use your words. Um, Highlander Double One drops an additional five dollars super chat and says parity for Call of Duty goes out the window when the ABK deal closes as it came out 
with the FTC hearing. Sony will not give Activision dev kits. That's on Sony. I think they're going to work it out. I, I just think that that's, that was cowardice. That was Jim Ryan just clawing and scratching to say anything uh, to, to get the deal done. Uh, I, again, it, it was a head bit of a head scratch when he said, well, I understand why they made uh, you know uh, Starfield exclusive. Not that big of a deal. I mean, his whole block strategy was they're making games exclusive that we can't get, and yet we hear Spider-Man was supposed to be multi-plat. It, it's, like I said, this is a full, a full circle moment for Sony. Lots of black eyes to be handed out. And you know what? That's what, 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 what can I say about it? They, they just have to, uh, but, but, but keeping with the Jim Ryan shenanigans and the lies, if you will. Uh, I pulled the story because I, I needed the exact quote. And I could have pulled it from Wendell Central. I could have pulled it anyone, from anyone, but I pulled it from pcmag.com uh, i was written by matthew humphreys uh, and I, I again i don't the story i already know but i really want to quote from jim ryan during the trial or the hearing and uh what jim ryan said of course was preposterous right he goes on to say i talked to all and that's the key word here all meaning everyone all the publishers, and they unanimously, everyone, do not like Game Pass because of, of because it's value destructive. Now, I bring that up because of a story that is in conjunction with this particular one. And this comes the way of Hazardous, uh, Hazardor Gaming uh, on Twitter. Uh, he is a out there constantly tweeting he tweets more than i do and that's that's hard to do um now windows central wrote a story regarding the lies of p which is coming out soon and uh again this just goes to the lies that jim ryan continues to tell and obviously we haven't heard anything from him because ultimately he is going to lose he tucked his tail between his legs signed a deal and went off to do whatever he does as a ceo you haven't heard boo from him, and you're not probably going to. He's done. The ABK deal, done. Let's move on to Sega. That's all I'm going to say. But while we're still here talking about Xbox Game Pass and why we've, we've heard from numerous, uh, you know, again, a, a, everyone that has come out against Xbox Game Pass, it's only been a handful of devs like, yeah, I don't like it. You know, it didn't get... We, we, we know that's all been debunked. Well, the Liza P team apparently is thrilled at the upcoming game pass launch and i have some quotes let me let me get let me just find them very quickly and uh, let me see what they have to say here okay so this comes the way of the developers of lies of p which is going to be an amazing game it is a multi-plat it is going to be on your playstation it's going to be on your pc and of course it's going to be on xbox but the difference is xbox game pass subscribers are going to play it by just pressing the download button. Uh, and this is what they had to say. This comes the way of Juan, uh, Juan Choi, director of Lies of P. He says this, folks. Collaborating with Xbox has been an, an incredibly supportive and rewarding journey for us. Having our game launch on a platform with a massive global subs subscriber base is a thrilling opportunity 
We understand this platform offers a tremendous reach, enabling us to engage with a wide and diverse audience of players from around the world. Yo, I mean, crispy bomb. Does that not just debunk every one of these knuckleheads on these social media platforms, uh, specifically uh, Jim Ryan, who said that he doesn't understand and that he has it on good authority that uh, it's destructive to gaming and that it's not profitable and that publishers and, de and developers, they just don't like it. Again, debunk 101. And, and again, I, I have to keep saying this. I turn the stink eye to the gaming media who has ran with those exact points of contention about, you know, again, Game Pass bad, consolidation bad. This is, again, it's one, it is one developer, but we, I, I can go and I have receipts. I can pull them all, folks, and read you one after another. But this is the latest one, and this one really hammers the point home let's get your hot take on this uh crispy is it surprising i mean mm. i have a better example boom who signed a a huge deal to make a, an exclusive game for xbox people who can fly who who technically failed yes, they sure did. Enix, who technically failed in square enix eyes because they didn't even pay them people who can fly it was the outriders okay remember that game it was i want to tell you if they had microsoft's backing that game would have hit much harder than it did because i'm going to be honest with you that was some unique, unique gameplay it was it was different it it hit my gears feels but also it played totally different it wasn't all about cover. You had to, you know, upgrade your character. It was pretty good. It just ran like trash. It did. It ran horribly. And then the, the roguelike type stuff that was in there, which a lot of people don't even realize was there. Like, you would have to start all the way at the beginning. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, my God, dude, I was so damn close and I couldn't beat that. That frustrates people. But people who can fly never said a darn word about being in Game Pass. I think the only reason why they're like, yo, can we get paid? Is because they released it in Game Pass and they're like, dude, there's a lot of engagement here. But Square don't care about that. That's the way it comes down to. So what they do, they said, hey, we're going to move right next to the coalition and either learn from them or eventually get bought. We'll find out later. But we're going to move right there and we're going to build a new studio. Interesting. Is it not after they failed in the game? Uh, quote unquote. Um, and we're going to, we're going to chill out and, and wait for our time. And we're also going to sign an exclusive deal with Xbox slash Microsoft. Oh, well, isn't that a dev that's supposed to hate them? I mean, they basically, they got no money from it. How, how are they supposed to hate them? Do you know why? They saw the engagement. The engagement was who, huge for a while. I mean, they were touting like, dude, like I can't believe how many people are playing this game. And I think they wanted to make better. But 
you know, you got board members, you got people that, you know, you, you got the shareholders, you got, you got people that are the money hats that say, oh, you got to release this game, but we're not ready. Well, I don't care if you're not ready. You got to release it, figure it out. I, I work in the corporate world. That's what they tell me all the time. I'm a manager. Figure it out. Oh, I guess we're releasing the game. Was it great? No. But I think it more or less didn't run right. And I think they could have fixed that. But they didn't have the time. They had a certain budget. They There's budgets, people. Like, developers have budgets. Like, come on. So, you know, you have a, you have a, a CFO in probably every development house. Especially ones that, you know, work with, you know, third-party third party publishing. I mean, you you look at games that have been released under some, you know, private division was the overseer of Obsidian's Outer Worlds, okay? And they released games, like, on the Switch that didn't run correctly. Now, they fixed it after Microsoft already bought them. But it was already set to release because it released not long after it released on Xbox and PlayStation. It released not long after, and guess what? It ran like trash. They're still making money off that because the fact is is that Microsoft will purchase them, but that doesn't take away the publisher. You understand? For that specific game, they, they want their bag. You have, to, you have to understand. They want their bag. Just like my store manager wants his bonus or, you know, the the uh, the zone director, as we call him, wants his bonus. Okay, they want their bag, right? So they push certain narratives at certain times. It's not irrelevant, all right? Like, we want the game out. We don't care how it is. It will sell. That's what they did. So Liza P is probably, you know, the developers of them are probably like, well, we got in this early somewhat and we're getting support and we actually love it because you know what? Microsoft does have the bag, but also they're going to be like, we want results and we want, we don't want to bring out trash. They don't want to Redfall again, people. They don't. I'm going to tell you right now, when I watched that interview, okay, on the X cast with Phil there. I looked at him and I said, this is not going to happen again like this. Yes, he's going to have third-party deals. He's going to have indie games come in there. They could be like that, but they don't want the bag. They want to be independent completely. And that's where he says every deal is different, okay? Some deals is like maybe those developers of Liza P are like, look, like, we need your help. We need your help. We we will be all in on this. You know, um, we just we need to to polish this game, make it as as great as possible. That's all we care about. We want people to enjoy this game. Some devs are like that. Some devs are like, hey, like we need money. We're gonna release this game here, give us our bag, lump sum, whatever. That's why he's always said every deal is different. Okay, it seems like more of the games that get support from Microsoft slash Xbox, because at the end of the day, a lot of these games are developed on PC, people. Like, if you don't know that, 
then you just you haven't been in gaming because it's it's been that way for a very long time by the way um yes. you know so you have to look at that and say like well most pcs you know that aren't apple run on windows do they not i i they do but so i mean let's be serious here like who who's the one that's going to be like you know what yeah We'll fund, we'll fund sending, you know, and it's not even funding, sending the A team. Like, like the coalition continues to hire. I believe the coalition's gonna be a thousand person studio very soon. Okay, because they're so good with UE and they and are they, going they, to be they, they're being they're helping everyone, dude. Like they they like constantly we see what Halo, like they're working on different engines. These guys are good, man. And and you see it with Ed. Ed started hiring as well. Yep. Okay. You you have to realize like they found like the, like like you see the Forza teams. You know, turn ten and playground. Yep. They are constantly hiring because they have people in place already that are wizards, but also are great teachers. Okay, and they can teach people that want to learn how to develop. The way they do and they want to be there because when you come out of school where would you want to be somewhere that's going to nourish you and say you know what you can make something great we just got to show you how you can and then you can bring your own ideas into it and let's see what happens or you could be the 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 hard ass approach i'm gonna mm -hmm. said it very and and be like you have to do this so the Liza P team is probably like, man, they're they're not like they're just sending us help and they're not doing anything and we're releasing it on other consoles. I'm confused. All because we're in Game Pass. This is the Game Pass effect. You can hate yes. Game Pass all you want, but it's helping them fun to make the game good on PlayStation as well. Like it, it it's just it's a crazy thought process and it's it's out of the box and and generally microsoft's been way too ahead of the out of the box thinking but for once this game pass thing i'm gonna tell you right now like everybody's like oh they raised the price of the game pass ultimate i said dude i've been playing 18 dollars a month for netflix for years now and they yep. keep coming out with good content that i keep watching i'm gonna be honest with you like I, I can find something that i've never seen before that i watch like like that if you're a football fan that quarterback series amazing it was it was so good, and, and they they went hand in hand with Peyton Manning. I mean, come on, think about it. That's pretty smart. You Let me know tell you something. So, the, the the amount of uh, of uh, Korean dramas that Mrs. Boom and I watch on on Netflix, it's worth its eight. I mean, who's who's ready for Squid Game? You know what I'm saying? Squid Game two. Come on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like, dude, like I watch stuff that I would never watch because Netflix says no. You you, you could we'll put it here and you could watch it and all of a sudden it becomes a hit and that's what they do and that's what i want microsoft to do so you know what we'll, we'll get this you know this small developer or this smaller developer that is capable of making a triple a quality game and we'll give them support that's yep. kind of what netflix does i mean yes. you look at the different avenues and that's why you know i look at them and i say keep going because you could hate it. You could be like, oh, you know, like the developers aren't getting the money. Let's start, stop talking about them. If they don't want to be a part of it, don't be a part of it. 
It's 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 that simple. Don't accept the the bag, or don't accept the help. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Game Pass allows these developers to do things that are completely out of the box. Okay, and that's what gaming innovation is. Be out of the box. Some of the games we played over our lives, we said, "Holy hell, I've never seen this before." You know what I'm saying? And and this is what we want because at the end of the day, these ideas only go so far unless you have innovative thinking that says, look, man, this is something that could be truly special, but well, this we is don't where, have anybody This is where Sarah Bond comes us. in. Yes, he's, he's a cr crispy. We're leaving Sarah Bond out of the conversation. This is why her, her, her role is so important because she's finding these studios. And she's making these deals. And, you know, again, uh, Lies of P, Crispy, to every point that you had, which is off the chart, correct, is a niche game because it's very Souls-like, right? But it's going to find a much wider audience because where? It's on Game Pass. And, and that's the point, Boom. Like, I'm not a Souls-like fan, okay? I mean, I clearly just said I'm not a Rogue-like fan, all right? Yeah. But at the end of the day... If I pick up that controller and play for 10 hours and I enjoy it and I enjoy it enough to continue playing, that says something. And, and it's the price of my subscription. I know it says you know, a lot of people will say price of free. It's not. And, you know, I still look at the subscription and say, hey, I'm paying for it. And, and you know, I always say to say to what subscription, like, I don't have Disney Plus anymore. What have you done for me lately? And you know, Xbox continues to bring new experiences that it, it might not be me. It might be my girlfriend or her son that pick it up and say, man, this is just something that is just special. And I'm just like, eh, that's not my bag, but that's not my place to say. If you're enjoying it, you're playing it. It is, it is, you know, justifying me, you know, paying that price. What's the problem? And we're talking totally different realms of games. Like, the kid beat the heck out of Subnautica. I don't know. Like, I'm an RPG fan, but I just couldn't do it. Okay? My brother's a huge fan of that. Like, dude, he is a huge fan. He played through all of the expansions. Like, Can we all like different games? Is yes. that feasible? Like, you know, like RTSs and stuff like that. Like, I used to love them. Like, I, you know, Command and Conquer, I was, I was huge into. Um, and, and it just fell off for me. But that doesn't mean that the next person or, you know, the, the younger people might not like that. I mean, it all depends on your brain. We're all human. We're all different. Like, and that's what I feel like Game Pass embraces. It embraces the difference in ourselves. And, I, and, and that's something that, hey, for, for the, the $18 now it's going to be soon, I got no problem with it. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to allow these devs to do what they want to do and support them or throw them the bag. And sometimes you're going to have L's. I get it. We're going to have L's every, I, I see, you know, nobody calls out all the L's PlayStation's had, you know what I'm saying? Like Godfall, like, you know, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's L's oh, everywhere. Godfall. What, what, what about the one that they did with, with, with square that launched, that launched in uh, the beginning of the year? Uh, oh my God. What is the name of the game that was, that was with the female? Holy moly! Oh, oh, um, um, oh God! I see that's Chad, how, help us out. 
that, that's how we that's how we forget though like like you know if it's forgettable <laughs> it's forgettable basically gamestop was selling it for a penny or giving it away or for something spoken for spoken oh no oh really spoken. Yeah, there was yeah. another one from platinum games that that did that same flop that was god 30 days but, uh, the, no was... no not godfall it was it was another one it like they were giving it away at gamestop for a penny Yikes. And then, and then you have, then you have a gem that I've there, seen nobody thanks, com- <laughs> Thank that 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 nobody's thanks. complained about is is no. like stray. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen nobody really complain. Like everybody makes fun. It's cat game. Like I love cats. I have three. Listen, I'm so- gonna be honest with you. Stray was straight up fire. I, I I didn't beat it. I got really far, and something else took my. I I, I bought the service to get that game. You, you know what I'm saying? So like Sony does know when they have something. And I get it. Like, yeah, they released it straight into the service and they knew it was a good game. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like sometimes you got to allow these devs to fall on their face and they might come back and say, you know what? We screwed up. And I feel like that's what's happening because at the end of the day, I've only seen three devs that say they didn't like the Game Pass effect. But what contract did you have? Because we've heard Phil a hundred times say we we make different contracts. We do what the dev wants. If we want it in Game Pass, so you know maybe rethink your your thought process or just never do it again, and that's fine. But for those that are doing it and and being innovative and giving us different experiences, I applaud them, and I say I hope that that they do you right. I hope Xbox Microsoft does you right, and I hope at the end of the day you are happy with with what you contributed and also the engagement that you get on Game Pass. And that's really all I got to say about it. I love it. I love it. Uh, let, 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 I mean, and again, you knocked, knocked, it, knocked it out of the park as you always do, kind sir. Uh, let, let well, one one thing before we get we continue this conversation uh, in the story because I didn't read who wrote the story, and it's incredibly important that I do it because I'm a big fan of his, and he's an amazing part of the community. Uh, the story for Windows Central. Uh, was written by Miles Dompierre. Even though Miles is completely uh, wrong about Code Veronica, and if you're listening, I'll fight you for it, brother. Uh, he did write this story. I want to give him the proper credit. This was on Windows Central. And, of course, the title of this Fuzzy Belvedere is Xbox Game Pass Launch uh, uh, is, according to the director of Lies of P, and I quote, a momentous, a momentous occasion for lies of p and of course this is just another notch in the belt for xbox and microsoft of teaming up with developers smaller developers and getting their game or games depending on how many times they've worked with microsoft into an audience that currently has 30 plus million subscribers meaning that there's no real advertising because uh that needs to go into this that's going to be spent by the the uh, developer who's a small team from South Korea, right? They are a small team. They have limited funds, but getting into Xbox Game Pass gets it into uh, into the hands and into the minds and into the eyes of potentially millions of players. And it's going to be on the splash screen right on the front page of what's new coming to Xbox Game Pass. This is brilliance in motion. This is something that we have seen time and time again. More developers, and I think 10 times the amount of developers, have praised Game Pass as opposed to a few knuckleheads that are getting on uh, uh, Sony wagons 
to stoke the fires of, uh, of tribalism and uh, uh, council war shenanigans. But again, this comes off the heels of Jim Ryan saying that all publishers and he's talked to developers, they don't like it. Game Pass, not good. Let's talk about it. It, it, it's funny to me, like everybody is worried about Game Pass being sustainable or developers don't like it. And yet no one has that same energy. Uh, yeah, I'm using that term again uh, for things like Spotify or Netflix in, in, in most cases. But all of that aside, when it comes to a lot of these small teams, if you're on a smaller budget, it, do you remember the the story that came out not too long ago about how I guess one of the small indie teams was getting blacklisted because they came out and said, yeah, uh, PlayStation wants like 25 grand for me to even have my game in the store. So, (laughs) I mean, yes, I understand it's a storefront. So you want to pay for real estate for like some of the blocks and things, which I used to do stuff like that for websites where we would have vendors like, Oh, I want to be on your landing page or the homepage for this product line and things like that. And some of them have like higher traffic areas. So those are going to come at an expense. But when it comes to Game Pass, they recognize these smaller teams. And if it's a game that that there's enough interest in or something that could possibly be like that, that unpolished gem, well, not unpolished, but like that, that long lost gem kind of thing where, you know, Liza P is like that almost like Bloodborne, Dark Souls looking type of game from this small team. So of course you're going to highlight that for people that are looking for that type of genre. So you, a lot of these uh, stories that come out where people are, or these devs are having a great time with game pass. It's because the deal that they made looks like a lot of cases, they were smart enough to make sure they went in with the approach of how they would receive revenue, whether it's per download, per, you know, engagement or an upfront type of thing. And each situation works differently. Like they always say, each deal is different. So this is the type of system where at least there's the flexibility for a medium to, to well, small to medium, or even, you know, large, you know, AAA developers can work into that, that, that uh, strategy, or as far as the game pass strategy, what works best for them. But of course, Jim Ryan is going to say that he's talked to a number of them. Like, if he talks to all the PlayStation devs, of course they're going to say no. I mean, it it would be like a rhetorical question. You work for PlayStation, you want to put something in game? Well, they wouldn't no. speak out against him because look what you you just mentioned a studio, <laughs> a small studio getting blacklisted because they said what was the truth? Yeah. Hey, listen, we want to put our game uh, on the front page and we can't afford twenty five grand, which is ridiculous. Well, here, here's another thing to take into account. How how believable is Jim Ryan when one of their own studios, uh, it's not Sony Santa Monica, it's like San Diego or Sony San Diego, I think, the one that does MLB. How do they feel? I mean, yeah, they, I think that first year, if I'm not mistaken, more copies were sold on Xbox than they were on they, PlayStation. They slightly outpaced. Yeah, it was it wasn't by a like a landslide. It was it was it was close, but the Xbox I think it was like a million versus one point one million. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It was a, it was like a couple it was like a less than a hundred thousand copies, but it sold more on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, how how's that publisher feel? I mean, they actually got more sales that year than they have for the past five or six years because MLB has always been around that one mil or less range for a while. Like since what was it, ninety five or whenever uh, steroids gate or whatever broke, <laughs> the sales have kind of you know slowed down a bit. But overall, 
any game that's in Game Pass has the opportunity to make equal or more revenue than what they would do just selling it outright. Now, it all depends on how they, they you know, set up the deal. But a lot of times for a smaller developer, especially some of these ones that we hear, they they mortgage their home and stuff or, or you know, remortgage their home to kind of fit the bill to get the development of the game done. A lot of times these deals work out for them as far as having it in Game Pass, because if you're an indie developer putting the game on, let's say, Steam and PlayStation and, and Xbox, and you know you have to pay the 25 grand up front for, for PlayStation, where do you think your, your game is going to show up on the store? It's probably not going to be anywhere on the front page, but new Game Pass is a section. Hey, they, they highlight indie games. They highlight certain types of games, whether it's a roguelike or like a strategy game. So you, you have an opportunity to be, you know, get eyes on your product from 30 million subscribers on the particular genre of the game, the 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 fact that it's new to the service and the type of game itself. So I I I hope things like this continue, especially in that region, as far as like with South Korea and stuff like that. I, as you, uh, there was another story where PlayStation is now trying to recruit a lot of these studios as far as for putting content on their platform as well. So they look to do the same, but like the the Liza P developer, good on them that they they found a a nice mesh with you know going into game pass and it works out for them and you know it's a game i look forward to trying although it's pretty close to what was it starfield i think time so it, it, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like yeah i might get to play a couple of hours of it and then i'll probably sink like eight to 20 hours in like a day or two for starfield so but um yeah it's always awesome to hear these stories Sure, there are some nightmare stories, but it also depends on, like like we said, the deal that you structure from get-go. And hopefully for those uh, devs, the few devs that do say, hey, you know, Game Pass didn't work out for us. Hopefully they learn from the deal that they structured. Hey, maybe it's not best to take the money all up front. Maybe it's best to work out something on download percentage or engagement percentage or something like that. But yeah, it's always cool to see these stories and know that, Game Pass is sustainable or or at least for now, just enjoy the service and worry about Microsoft's bill. Let Microsoft worry about the bill <laughs> themselves and then just just enjoy the games that's on there. But it's it's always cool to see stories like this. It is. It is. It, it's because, again, you have to look at this. You have to look. There, there are so many factors here, Dave, uh, when you look at something like this. Uh, Game Pass uh has 30 million subscribers that's not by accident um now i think that if what i believe to be not only a generational game but the start of a salvo of first party games for xbox start this september with um starfield and you got motorsport in october and i'm still i'm still hanging on i will come out and take the giant l and carry it on top of my head it's not a problem but I still think that with this new deal being signed by Jim Ryan, that that negates the old marketing deal. If it does, in fact, and I don't have this, it's just my opinion. If it does negate that deal, that means that Call of Duty is not going to be marketed by PlayStation. And there is no way in hell, whether it froze over or it didn't, that Microsoft is going to agree with Sony to get them to sign this 10-year deal that we can't put our $70 billion IP into our service to sell our service. I still think Call of Duty 
uh, Modern War 3 remake, or whatever you want to call it, is going to be November. Uh, that is going to get... You're going to see, over the course of the holiday, 5 million new subscribers. Maybe you get even more than that, because Call of Duty is a big draw. Starfield, in itself, is going to be a big draw, and Motorsport is going to be a big draw. But, Dave, when you hear these kinds of stories mm -hmm. from these smaller developers who don't have a marketing budget, that have a team that maybe is 10 people or 12 people, and they're barely keeping the lights on because they have a passion for game making, and they want to make this game, and they want people to, ex uh, to experience a new way of looking at Pinocchio. Totally, totally different, right? Totally um, off the charts, interesting. And then you turn around and you say, well, if this was traditional Sony way of doing things, we, they, you know, so a Sony uh, player is going to spend uh, 76 uh, 43 on a game that they don't know, but it's Souls-like, so it's going to sell. They're going to think, wow, this could be the next Bloodborne, right? So people are going are, are potentially going to dip their toe. But, when you but how many are going to sell? Is Sony giving them a bag? Is Sony putting their game on the front page of one of their most important aspects of PlayStation uh, PSN? No, they're not going to do that. Okay, now, now this is where the Xbox factor uh, comes into uh, the Xbox Game Pass factor comes into play. You take 30 million people who are subscribed, and it's probably way more than that, but we'll say 30 million just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and you take this game and you put it out there at your shows. Hey, this is coming. There's your advertising. You know, they sign on with Microsoft. Sure, it's going to be a multiplayer. It's still going to sell on the PlayStation Network. It's still going to sell on, on Steam. That's great. The important aspect is people are going to play your game. And more importantly than even that, that's right, uh, folks. Maybe this is a revelation for you. Microsoft didn't get it for free. They dropped the bag to get this game. And in, in, in targeting this game, which is potentially going to be a Bloodborne-esque type of experience, people are going to get it. People are going to download it. People are going to play it. The, the developers are going to get paid. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about what the developer had to say about their interaction with Microsoft during the whole transaction. I mean, he praised it. That was a great experience. So that's that's good to hear. That's 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 amazing to hear. Uh, just take one quick step back. The thing that you were talking about, boom, um, about the the Call of Duty, uh, possibly you know the the marketing. By this time, we usually have heard something. A little 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 snippets but right now we haven't heard anything it's That's almost correct. like they're holding back information and, we're in a holding pattern if you yeah. will and, until yeah. something until something is finally concrete and finished i'm just saying that's your your speculation really makes a lot of sense that it's uh you know i don't think we're going to hear anything more about call of duty until it's until the deal is done hopefully with, uh, within the next week or so and it should be should be pretty pretty close so so yeah and uh you know, when you look at a game like this, the, the Liza P, it looks amazing. It's had, they've had demos out, be able to play it, check it out. It looks amazing. They've they've made some tweaks, got some feedback, and they are ready to go. And and I know that this game is going to be successful. Yep, it's going to be great. And uh, and you know, Game Pass is going to have a lot to do with it. You know, when when uh, uh, I guess Square Enix was kind of you know in trouble on, on their game that they thought, wow, what, what are we going to do with this game? Let's put it on game pass. Okay. And it was outriders. 
and it had huge success. And they admitted themselves that it was it did way better on Game Pass than they thought it would do because it was able to reach more people. And that is what Game Pass is doing for this game. It's going to be able to reach more people with less marketing right off the bat. So it's going to be, you know, it really is, you know, Game Pass is, is so is so good. And people, I know there are people that, that boohoo it and people that'll slam on it, but it makes perfect sense. You know, the, one of the marketing things they say is it's, you know, hundreds or over a hundred games in Game Pass. Well, you and me know that there's almost 500 games in Game Pass right now, but they don't say that. Why do they not say that? Because they want to keep it to where they can, if they have games that aren't doing so great or, or, or finished with their contracts, they can they can trim those down to put in more expensive games to spend more money. So they're going to keep it to where it's always profitable, and that's that's the, that's the key. They're going to keep it profitable. Um, so that's that's the that's the wonderfulness of Game Pass. It is so so much of a you know Satya believed in it, <laughs> and for him to you know to turn around to Phil and be like you know, okay, cool. If this works, and it's working, it really is working, and he's. Working so well that he's gone to bat and spent $68 plus billion dollars on more games to put into what? Game Pass. So it, it yes, really, yeah. it's really, you know, it, it, for anybody that says it's not working or it's not a good thing to do, you're just blind or you're just completely in denial and you want it to be bad because, say, a certain other company doesn't believe in it because it doesn't fit their old norms for yes. how they sell games. Yep. They're stuck in their own way. Why? Because that got them They're in first school. place. It's, yeah. it, you know, the, the, I get it. But now that the times are changing or there's another way of doing gaming that's going to grow and grow the gaming business, which is what they want. They want what? 3 billion uh, players in game pass. That was it. That was his kind of his throw out goal that, that Phil said, yep. you know, it's uh <clears throat> that's the way to do it is what they're doing now. They're on the right track. Keep focus, keep it going. They have a plan, like a 10 year plan, a 20 year plan for how to keep it growing and how to eventually take the market share and eventually, hopefully get to be the number one console manufacturer in the console company, gaming company in the world. And that's what we want. If we want to continue to get this and they're doing it, I think the right way, not the wrong way, not the, backstabbing people you know like i said like we like talked about earlier you know spider-man was actually going to be multi-plat yeah how could sony take it away from us oh it's just business oh, it's just business exactly exactly right and and and, and microsoft well they're pretty good at business <laughs> yeah they are they absolutely are uh, i see i see a lot of uh, sega talk regarding the amount of what sega's worth sega currently right now today is uh market cap value five point one billion dollars. Five point one billion dollars. Not one, not two, not seventeen, five point one. Uh Microsoft has a great partnership. They're working with them. There's no rush to get Sega, even though we had an amazing conversation on primetime gaming. If you missed it, that show is available on all your RSS feeds as well as uh, up on for video on demand on YouTube. Check it out. We had a great, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun like we had today. Um, um, so again, 
with acquisitions after ABK is done in a week or two, I would imagine in two weeks this thing is wrapped up everywhere. I mean, like literally everywhere it's just done, deal is signed, and we're just going to move on. Microsoft needs to focus on the smaller studios, IO Interactive, um, Avalanche, uh, Asobo, Certain Affinity, Crystal D, uh, potentially Eidos Montreal, uh, and a, you know there are a few other ones in there that I want to see them bring home. Uh, and I think that because they have such a good working relationship with Sega and they already have that partnership on the Super Games, there's no need to take care of that uh, this year. Though I do feel that an announcement of some sort, whether it's an investment into, uh, 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 you know, like taking a 48 or 49% stake into Sega in, uh, uh, or an outright acquisition, that's going to come. And again, I'm... Could be wrong. More than likely, I'm going to be first quarter of 24. Uh, because th- if you look at the time frames from um, ABK to Bethesda, or more, more so Bethesda to ABK, it was only nine months. So they're going to move quickly to sew up a lot of the smaller uh, support studios that they're working with, especially when you consider how many of them are working on um, like exclusives. It makes sense to bring them in-house. And then, the, and I think the final piece of the puzzle is Sega, because it really does get you a foothold in Japan. Capcom's off the off the table, folks. I love them, but they're making too much money. They're one of the most, the most profitable Japanese developer and publisher in that region of the world. Capcom does not need to be sold off. They're making money hand over fist. Uh, Sega is the one that I think would really get, and 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 I and I get this. I take this exact quote from Everborn Saga. It really does get Microsoft in that room uh, of, 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 of conversation of, hey, put stuff on Xbox. Sega is that important to Japan, and I think Sega is an important piece. But we'll talk about that in a future episode, I'm sure at some point or another. Uh, I just want to read one of the – we got another Super Chat. I want to get a member chat that popped in here from a very good friend, very good brother, if you will, Tempest Sun, who's been a channel member, folks, for 45 months. He obviously uh, used to join us or before, you know, work got in the way on primetime gaming each and every Wednesday. Uh, he helped me launch that show many, many years ago. Shout out to you, Tempest Sun, you and the fam. Uh, he says, um, uh, what, ma- uh, what makes me wonder what actually goes down at these pub- uh, publications? Are, are, they, are these unspoken bias rules or is it quite spoken out loud? As, as as to be as biased as they are, uh, they are having pro Sony meetings. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. There's there's no doubt about it. I, I, again, I, the bias is there, folks. You just have to look. If you want to if you want to close your eyes and be blinded by the shenanigans, good on you. I don't fall for the for the nonsense. We also have a, another super chat that have come in, so let me get to that. Uh, and that comes the way of Torino Johnson. Torino, brother, happy Friday. Thank you so much for the generosity and, of course, being here as always. He says this, folks. I bought Prototype 1 and 2 for 15 bucks each uh, on Xbox, on the Xbox store. Thanks for the suggestion, Boom. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I mean, I'm Prototype is one of my most requested. you got to come back in a big way. That's Xbox's superhero. Like, if you haven't played it, Go buy for 15 bucks. Now, again, it's it's eventually going to be dropped onto Game Pass once the deal is done. So maybe you hold out. But that and Singularity, Chef's freaking kiss. 
of what two IPs I want to see come back. But folks, thank you again for making this another successful breakfast boom. We had over 525 people tune in for a Friday morning show. Hopefully you're staying cool here in New York. What is it right now? It is nearly 100 degrees here, which sucks because I hate the heat. Um, but hopefully you're staying cool wherever you are. A big shout out to all of the uh, continued support through Super Chats and, of course, channel memberships. We're going to get to the outros. Dave, we're going to start first with you, brother. Not only do you have a show this Sunday, but you have, I'm sure you have another interview lined up that you could be dropping on Monday. Sell your brand, kind <laughs> sir. Talk about the best place for one-on-one -on -one interviews and also where you can spend your Sunday evenings, which I'll be hanging out with you and Retri next Sunday, August 6th. Talk about it. Thank you, Boom. Appreciate it. Um, actually, I at the at, as of this point, I do not have an episode coming up on Monday ah, for okay. for Gamers Council, and that's well, it's, it is it's, summer. It's so it's scheduling, a little and, yeah, yeah. But I, I I've, I've got a few lined up, and we we'll just have to kind of see what falls into place. But that's okay. I, I will do my best to, to to get something up before before Monday falls. You never know when somebody becomes available. But uh, but yeah. So uh, Sunday. Um, I'm privileged to be uh, one of the guests uh, on uh, the Iron Lords uh, podcast. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, big Excellent. marathon. I know I was I was surprised they asked me, but I'm really glad they did, and uh, it's going to be fun mixing it up with uh, with those gentlemen. And then uh, and then of course Sunday night it's going to be Gamers Council at Sunday night 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we have got Fuzzy Belvedere. Love you, Fuzzy. He's agreed to come on. It's going to be fantastic. And Hargeet Johnny. So it's going to be a really good episode. And we have got a lot to talk about. Some fanboys are upset. We're going to get into why. Oh, I love it. I love it. The, 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 as, as the kids like to say, I know I, 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 I don't want to stoke the fires of fanboy shenanigans. I, I, I don't like it. Yep. All I know is that if you have tears, have your tears, get an Xbox. I'm telling you, folks, it's going to be well worth your money. Yep. But I'm looking forward to that, Dave. Thanks, buddy. All right. So listen, uh, let's continue. And obviously, if if you do do find someone you're going to interview, maybe it's I mean, it's only Friday. You still got a couple of days. Drop it into the DM. I'll help promote your Monday show as I Thanks, always man. do. You always do. Um, Crispy Bomb, brother, sell your brand. Talk about the best place to find you on social media to strike up a conversation. I see you stoking the fires of Gears of War 3 which has all its servers back. People are playing it. People are enjoying it. Apparently, people like old games. <laughs> oh, isn't that interesting, Boom? And and there, I've had a few people be like, um, it's not dedicated. Uh, it, it's not working dedicated. You you have to, you might have to uninstall and reinstall the game. Ah, um, okay. So once you do, you will see. Now, if you haven't played Gears of War 3, the, the shutter when you're roadie running, you you might have a problem with because it's not as prevalent in in the the newest installments. So right. you have to you have to get through that. Um, other than I mean, that, it is an old game. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's why I still want the Phoenix Collection, but that's besides the point. Um, but it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb Twenty Xbox Live. Now, normally I would be on Breakfast of Broom Friday. Unfortunately, I do have to work, but I'm kind of just throwing it out there because I got in late in the green room. But I am available Monday, Boom. Oh, so okay. maybe Xbox Join us, brother. Special. Just then, join there us. There you go. I will be there. 
and um you know be be a gamer man like plastic box i don't care about that let's go to the arcade have some fun like come on man let's do it yeah see you then awesome we'll see we'll see you monday then that's awesome i'm looking forward to that you'll be hanging out with me and dave and fuzzy and crazy lou gaming so looking forward to that and fuzzy belvedere brother let's sell your brand the best place for anything and everything racing and of course you're going to be up to your eyebrows in racing talk uh when forza releases this october sell your brand tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media and more importantly subscribe to your youtube channel oh just want to thank you for having me on as well as thanks to everyone in the chat for interacting with us and checking out our our broadcast greatly appreciate all the views uh, don't forget the like button while you're here uh, and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, for those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, you can find me on pretty much all social media, Twitter slash formerly Twitter, now, now known as X or even threads at fuzzy underscore Belvedere or just fuzzy Belvedere, all one word like uh, like on YouTube. Uh, you can also find me later on tonight, Xbox uh, uh ultimate podcast at 10 p.m eastern standard time on fun speculations channel at uh, once again 10 p.m eastern standard time tomorrow on the shop podcast at 9 p.m eastern standard time on ptk blam's channel gamers council at uh, uh 7 p.m eastern standard time on web dave's channel uh, and that's on sunday night and then right back here for the xbox lunch break special at 12 noon on uh, Monday at 12 noon, right on Double Barrel Gaming. Look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Again, I, I don't know what the show is going to be talking about. I know I have some stories that we're going to get into, but Monday's show should be amazing. Big thank you to everyone once again with the Super Chats. We truly appreciate them here at Double Barrel Gaming. Thank you for the continued support through, of course, channel memberships. And I uh, just want to say a big thank you to the 500, and, 500 plus people that tuned in for today's show because we don't have a show without you and we certainly don't have a show without this amazing panel that we have here dreadpool's in the chat he wish he could have been here but he is he's doing a comic-con uh i believe today was a tampa i think he's in tampa doing a comic-con there uh we'll get him back soon enough folks and when he's back he'll be dropping his uh love for the sega talk because you know we're gonna we're gonna still talk that sega talk until it's the deal we will that deal into fruition uh but of course i want to say everyone please have an amazing weekend uh, oh, by the way, check out Double Dragon. Uh, the new one just dropped. I've been playing it for about three hours. It is amazing if you are a fan. If you're an old school prick like me, you'll appreciate it. It's on sale. It's 10% off. I think it's on Xbox Live for like 20 or the Xbox Store. Uh, no live anymore. Uh, for like 22 and change. It's It's great. It's phenomenal. I'm really enjoying it. I'm not a big fan of the character design. Their heads are a little big. I don't, I don't know why they decided to make like these humongous heads, but check it out. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, if you're an old school Double Dragon fan, I think you're going to dig it. Uh, and of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you folks. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything. To be nice, you live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. Boom.